I played that first part of Paul Robeson singing Old Folks at Home, written in 1851 by American composer Stephen Foster, to put you in the mood of the time period and sentimental nature of the Christmas Foundling, on stage now at the Pride Arts Theater through January 5th, 2019. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. Five men in a small mining camp, circa 1850s California, find the meaning of family with the addition of a baby boy. The Christmas Foundling is an upbeat holiday story that explores the meaning of family and serves to illustrate the need for humans to band together, forging family bonds in whatever circumstances they happen to be, while also exploring the tug of bloodline ties. This sentimental Pride Films and Plays production, directed by Dane W. Taylor, will rival anything you might find on the Hallmark Channel this holiday season, and may require an extra dose of insulin. The well-written script by Norman Allen is inspired by stories of 19th century author Bret Hart, and is best served by Michael D. Graham as Old Jake, the glue that keeps this production together. Graham seems to have the best grasp of the cadence and pace of the men of this period and circumstance. Beth Ann Smukowski is also a breath of fresh air as Aunt Sarah, who has traveled from New England to the foothills of the Sierras in search of her missing sister. Fifth grader Henry Lombardo as Tom is quite winsome, holding his own while playing against five men three times his size and age. Fiore Barbini is perfectly typecast physically in the pivotal role of Hoke, but struggles to find the right balance and tone for his stoic character. The other three men, Zane Sade as Boston, Max McCune as Georgia, and Leo La Camera as Moscow, capably represent a set of cultural stereotypes depicting the diversity of characters who set out during the famed California gold rush to seek their fortune. A tip of the hat to La Camera for his management of the Russian language. The original music by Dr. Michael McBride fits the story well, and I really enjoyed the set list of incidental period music before the play and during the intermission, compiled by stage manager Michael Starcher. The scenic design of Kaylee Tomasek is minimal, but evocative, while Robert Eric West's costume design totally missed the mark, making the guys look more like a group of co-workers on a business retreat at a Wisconsin cabin, rather than hard-scrabble 19th century miners who've probably not seen a bathtub or change of clothes in more than a year. Since Sears Roebuck and Montgomery Ward had not yet been founded, I'm not sure how young Tom's clothes fit him perfectly in an area where there were few, if any, other children, and where most retail goods were shipped in and sold at a premium. The production company Pride Films and Plays, as well as playwright Norman Allen, seem willing to champion the idea of non-traditional families, but in the awkward ending shied away from making a full commitment to this concept. In the end, this is a feel-good, family-friendly show with an inspirational, if somewhat cliché, plotline that might be a bit too saccharine for some, but might just satisfy the sweet tooth of others. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com and theater reviewer for ChicagoTheaterAndArts.com. The Christmas Foundling is at the Buena Pride Arts Center, 4147 North Broadway, Chicago, through January 5, 2020. Running time is just under two hours with one intermission. For tickets and information, visit pridefilmsandplays.com or call 773-857-0222.
As always, if you need video production for your business or organization, check out renoweb.net. The ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com is an eclectic Chicago lifestyle media blog featuring video and podcast episodes that showcase multicultural and age-diverse people interested or engaged in art, music, theater, and local events. We strive to give a voice and added exposure to those who are not always in a position to get the attention of larger media outlets, perhaps because they're emerging personalities or because their message is directed to a niche audience. If you like this idea, be sure to subscribe to our website, YouTube channel, or podcast to be notified when new content is added. Let's sign off with a little more of Paul Robeson's 1930-78 RPM recording of Old Folks at Home, keeping in mind our own days gone by at the dawn of a new decade while remembering the feelings of the California gold miners and other pioneers, immigrants, and laborers who over the past 300 years or so left everything they knew to seek freedom and fortune in an unknown territory and whose sweat and toil built the diverse nation we enjoy today. <laughs>